And it's recording. Hey, it's there we go. Doc. All right. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm great. And yourself? I'm doing well. Man. So, uh, I'm Noble. I'm Kristen. And this is a different world, same couch. Except we're not on the couch not again. Not on the couch. We're in the lab. Yeah. Or your we got, space. We got, some, uh, we got some decent feedback from last episode. Yeah. Uh, or the or episode. Actually, we got a letter. I'm not going to say... The name, guy's name. We're not naming names. Not naming names, but I am gonna pull up one thing. Let me see if I can find it. We got we got a comment on our uh, music selection. So we did. What, what was the comment on the music selection? Uh, they, they, uh, he liked the song at the end. Oh, <laughs> I think that was Matt uh, Matt Volume One on Instagram. Uh, I could be saying the. Um, I'm probably saying his Instagram name wrong, but. Matt, the actual band wasn't Crimp Shrine. It was 15. So we're going to award you half points. <laughs> the the answer we were going for was 15. I don't even think we asked the question. But, no, we, we didn't. But, but. The, <laughs> but you do have a playlist on Spotify. Yeah, and so if you are curious about any of them. You know what? I'm a little depressed because on the episode that we recorded but didn't air, we had that Even song. Oh, we so that no, don't get upset because that means we get to use the evens again. Okay, because that was a good song. The evens are amazing. All I, right. The like, I think that was. I'm quite. Ian Mackay does a lot of projects, so I, I'm quite sure we'll get something from him. Yeah. Later on, but that was like the last thing I remember him doing, and he didn't even play venues. He was playing coffee shops and stuff, wow. which was. See, you miss out because you don't drink coffee. <laughs> um, but. Uh, there's a guy, there's a, uh, a friend, like a friend of mine who goes to sh- shows with us occasionally. I won't say his name, but because I, he's like, don't mention my name, but he said, caught the new podcast, like the format. I can empathize with keeping work self and life self separate. I have not seen if Bill Street could talk yet, but it is still on my list. Barry Jenkins is one of my favorite directors, finally getting his due. And I still don't understand how Medicine for Melancholy didn't get more attention. Exactly. You still haven't... I, I need to watch it. I will get on that. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about the term The Squad either. Yeah, it's irritating. It's almost like the progressive side is promoting an idea of otherness that I don't think is the most productive way to counter the orange pervert screed. <laughs> Growing up half Iranian in Texas in the 80s, the whole... Go back where you come from was a common thing said blatantly and aggressively nationalist and racist. And I know in those moments I wished I was more like everyone else so as to hide from the pain. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I was more like everyone else so as to hide from the pain of that forced otherness. Now, it seems like after that happened, everybody was talking about some time where somebody had said, Go back to where you come from. Every person of color. And it was just striking to me that so many people had heard that phrase. Go back to where you came from. I just, it's it's and, something that I didn't realize so many people had heard. Yeah. And the social isolation, that's the reason yeah. for this podcast. Yes. In, in a way, a lot yes. of ways. And the social isolation that resulted. I think things might have been different had there been a counterpoint that would have encouraged inclusion. I might have spent so much time as an angry young man. But I grew up to some degree, realized that those things that that made me an outsider actually made me a little more memorable and, and could have helped open doors to dialogue that may have actually benefited me in life. Also realized that all the people who said that to me would be better off eating a dick. <laughs> Eloquent. I like it. Punk helped me get into medical school. I'll tell you sometime. New podcast is very personable. I hope you keep doing it. So Thank you. one thing I will say, because <laughs> I'm not going to say your name, but I always call him Doc, and he's like, "Don't call me Doc." But you're the only doctor. Well, you're just you're outing him now. The only, well, yeah, he, not not to a large degree, I don't think, but you're the only doctor we know that goes to shows. Yeah, you're the only one, him. the only like actual doctor, which is kind of awesome. I, in you know, I think also. Christian said the other day when we first read this email, if you don't want to be called Doc, you shouldn't have took the Hippocratic Oath. <laughs> You're Doc now. You're Doc. No. You took an oath. Thanks for the comment in the email. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything formal set up. We don't have anything formal set up yet. 
as far as way of receiving. But definitely, uh, I get actually, we're on Apple Podcasts now. Yes. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google. We're on a host of others uh, because we're using Anchor as a format or the hosting site. And we're on a bunch of places where you can get podcasts. Not Stitcher yet, but... We'll get there. We'll eventually. get there eventually. But if... I'm sorry about the noise. We're in a very full house today. But if you are listening to this in a place where you can uh, leave ratings or subscribe, that would actually help us out a lot. Because the, the higher the ratings we get, especially like on an Apple podcast, then uh, it'll help people find us. And review. Yeah, yeah. Like, and we'll read comments. So don't be a dick, though, but we'll read comments. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what did you want? I'll, I'll let you lead off with your topic for the day, oh, the, your okay. current event. Can I get to headlines? I wanted to talk about swatting. Go ahead. Do you know what swatting is? Um, I just, I vaguely, I know I feel like that. that's when they somehow send the police to your house to try to do something to you. And they, they, they make it seem like you've done this bad thing and they send yeah. definitely like a SWAT team or so whatever. They'll, yeah, they'll, they'll call and say that this address has, you know, that there have been shots fired or that somebody's been murdered or that there's like a hostage situation and it'll divert, you know, it's basically weaponizing police. And the SWAT team to go to this person's house. And it's something that, that has, has and can turn deadly. Um, people have died from this, you know. And, and the same technology, I think, that allows, like, robocallers to call you from China or wherever and make it sound like they're calling you from San Antonio. You know, like it pops up with the right you know area code or whatever yeah they can do that so it makes it very hard to um track down who's done that prank like where that call has come from okay but uh there is an author from seattle her name is um ijioma alu and she's a black activist and uh author she wrote a book called so you want to talk about race and she was swatted okay. recently. Um, she wasn't even at home. She was on an airplane. Like, it was about to take off. And she got this phone call that the SWAT team was headed to her house, and her son was at home alone. She had a, a teenage son, and he was sleeping because it was, like, early hours in the morning. And, um, you know, he woke up with, like, six armed SWAT team members pointing guns at him. And I just, as a, as a mom, you're already freaked out, you know, leaving your kids. It doesn't matter how old they are. You know, you leave your kids home alone. You're not there. Even, you know, you drop your kids off at school, wherever they are, you know, to, to, to realize that they're in danger and that you can't get to them would be the scariest thing in the world. I, I can't even imagine the mm. terror. But the interesting thing about this case is that Seattle is one of the only places in the country where you can call, like if you're being targeted by harassment and you think that you might be a target of this kind of harassment, you can call the police department and say, like, you know, you can be put on this list of, like, no swatting, basically. And it doesn't mean that the SWAT team won't come to your house, because they have to. If somebody calls and says there's, like, a hostage situation, they have to go to your house. But if you think about the mindset of these officers, you know, like, you get a call saying that there's a hostage situation and that there's already been shots fired. You already think that you're going into a dangerous situation. So you're already heightened, you know, yeah. the, the likelihood that these folks are going to, the weaponization of this folks is actually going to come to a deadly end is probably goes up. I would imagine. So you can let them know, Hey, we're being targeted by harassment and they will call you first before the SWAT team gets there. And they are going into that situation knowing this might be false. This person's been a target of harassment. This might be a swatting situation. And that may have saved this kid's life, really. My question, I just, I don't know if it's if this is an article, 
um, do they did they find out who sent out or where this call came from or um, is that anywhere in there? And also, she uh, she wrote one she wrote the book. I wonder, you know, why they felt that. I guess it's kind of just like the book Dying of Whiteness, yeah, where everybody angry that everybody's angry and the man, <laughs> funny like I said again that book was just saying, hey, this is hurting us. How can we fix it? This right. isn't about saying like you know th- this other group of people are better we're well, inferior this, you know and dying. i and i have i have a hard time saying you know like you say what did she do i have a hard time saying that like it's she, not even i want to know cause this like, oh no 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 <laughs> i want to know what infi- what infuriated people in the book <laughs> exactly oh, well it's um or, or if it's just the title alone i because i feel like the people will... well she does a lot more like outside of being an author like okay. she's an activist and she she talks and she tours and does um a lot of a lot of communications um and she's very active on social media and stuff like that and you know she's she's advocating for black people she's um she takes a very unapologetic tone when trying to explain this shit to white people no that that there you go the and, tone. <laughs> that is. you know and that's you know she, like she should <laughs> I'm, but also <laughs> you know like, people like two reasons people feel threatened one of course it's it's a person you know a black person too it's a woman people get angrier at women it's i true. mean if you think about uh the representatives in Congress right now, people are angry. And the one, they're women of color, but they're really way more angrier at those women. It's true. So it's just, true. just like they turn out Kamala Harris, people get a little angry. If she got in, people would be a little angrier. Yeah, she can say the same stuff as another senator, but it's because it's coming from her. Women, like people yeah. really get a little extra angry, feeling threatened by a certain thing that yeah. is different from the status quo or whatever. And we'll get to difference in the second half (laughs) yeah like explain difference a little more but i I just wonder what it would take to get that kind of program though that they have in seattle everywhere like what would it take for austin to have something like that and and were there any recorded instances or not recorded rather but any instances that we know of swatting in austin i'm not sure but you know it can happen anywhere like you, it's just a it's just a form of of terrorism really because it's designed to make you afraid and on and to silence you know like oh you're you're talking about shit that we don't like and so we're going to try to scare you into silencing you so it's a form of terrorism and we've had a bunch of that recently with all the different shootings yeah. From Walmart to Dayton to a garlic festival. A garlic festival. A fest- garlic festival. Festival. Um, <laughs> so, the, and nobody, like, I, I'm still, I, I don't feel like they've actually called it domestic terrorism yet on a national level at it, all. And obviously, like, the goal is terror. Right. But I think the reasoning behind why they didn't want to call it terrorism is that because there's some like very narrow legal definition of like this is terrorism and part of it is that you have to be acting on behalf of some kind of group um that they've recognized as a terrorist organization and because a lot of these are you know just people who are radicalized online unless they can technically tie it to a group um, then they, you know, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's, it's a technicality, honestly, but I mean, like wouldn't, I mean, Ted Kaczynski was by himself <laughs> part of a group, but he was striking terror, but a lot of these people aren't necessarily by themselves. They operate a lot like, um, you know, like, like other terrorist organizations who, who, who radicalize young men online and then send them to go out and do their own you know it's just instead of suicide bombs it's shooting it's mass shootings but it's the same thing so and or even the guy that blew the oklahoma city building which before you know september 11th was one of the biggest things that happened yeah and that was to me those are acts of but it's still 
Like, if it's, yeah. that's, so that little one caveat that it's not tied to an organization. So that's why you don't hear like politicians or whatever call it terrorism because it doesn't fit that very narrow definition of what terrorism is, even though it is working in the same way. That that yeah. see that was I had wondered why that technicality I had been wondering and just the same acts happen people yeah, you know same thing uh, same result so and that's definitely what the result is here you know it's meant to silence and it's meant to terrorize and um, it's meant to quiet her and and her voice and what she has to say so. If I might. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. My, Unless the, you have anything else to add to that. No, I oh I have probably a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm trying to say the last time we did this one here, I I felt like I went way off the rails and I'm trying to make sure I stay way focused and okay. on point and not go off and go off on crazy tangents and that's why I'm trying to re- Yeah. <laughs> but I guess what I my my thing is like what do you think it would take to get something like that in like if everybody called their police or would it have to be like you call your city council, that, you know, like how could we? It's it's weird. Um, get something like that in Austin because it seems like. Well, I think so oh. far, I, like I said, we hadn't we haven't heard it, and maybe it has, but we haven't heard of any instances in Austin. Right. So far, I think sadly enough, first off, it would take an instance of something like yeah, that happening in Austin. Yeah. Um, you, so you think like somebody would have to die in a swatting incident? Well, I would say I wouldn't have to. One would, have to, be, one would have to be reported first because we haven't. I don't like that. I'm aware of. I haven't heard anything. I I, I feel bad because a lot of times my 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 sources of news come from Twitter and listen yeah. to other podcasts. It's not like I sit with the newspaper the way I did before. Right. So I hadn't again. If if something along along those lines of swatting have happened in Austin, hadn't heard anything yet. Yet that that been reported. Yeah. And I feel like it would be one of those things that would have had to happen first and before, because just that, you know, like I feel like city officials aren't going to, aren't going to act on something unless something's already happened. Unless it's like, there's a problem. Like they won't put a stoplight up right, until and, there's been a wreck at that intersection. <laughs> actually, from what I, I thought it was death. Somebody has yeah. to, people, a certain, and maybe even a certain number of people have to die in an Good intersection grief. before they do a stoplight. That's some American gods kind of shit. Like you have to sacrifice so many lives to this intersection before you can get it. Yeah, I think it's. I, I, don't, I think it's more than just an accident. Yeah, right. I think it's actually a death, and it may oh. be a certain number of deaths before God. it happens. And again, this is just off the dome. I'm quite sure somebody's looking some stuff up or may yeah, know, but well. I do know it's more than just an accident happening. Send us your thoughts. If you or know. and also a lot of times. Um, when you look at like something that happens with like, oh, they're finally putting up a street light here, but there's also like some box stores coming up or oh. businesses coming up, then they, that's when Capitalism. they'll do Capitalism. Right. That's when they'll actually do a lot All of things right. to certain roads. Like, damn, we've needed a traffic light here or another lane here for a long time. Well, all right. Let's reel it back. All right. Okay. So, uh, the, recently we know about the raids at the Mississippi chicken plant, uh, 680 people. And I just, uh, looking at Vice recently, uh, they're hiring. And as a matter of fact, not only are they hiring, 200 people have applied. Oh, okay. Um, 200 people have applied to to these positions. Like, people like them, it's uh, looking at different sources. Um, I just found it interesting. And like, as a current event, it's because some people are just kind of, you know, just going after it. They, they held the job fair. Um See, I just wondered if they were going to replace these people with, like, other people who aren't documented. Now, this is here. uh, This one, this story is from uh, USA Today. I read part of, I got the story from Vice that 200 people have applied to the the chicken plant. Um, USA Today said that all could, like, a lot of people are applying of all kind, and a bit of everybody. Normal, you know, people that they can verify. According to this article, they did the uh, they did use e verify and everything. Every you know, followed making sure people had driver's licenses and social security numbers. But they also used uh, a third party, which they haven't they didn't name in any article I read. They used a third party, you know, kind of like contract labor. Uh, so there's that. They I just do, wonder, so so they could get away, they could get away and say, hey, we didn't know because we used this company. Hmm. To uh, you know, kind of like if you work for I can't think of a, co- a contracting kind of company, 
But you know, like when you know, if you're doing any kind of contract labor, you go through another group, and that's the group kind of responsible where you pick up so your paycheck. Wrong. I'm just still so angry about it. It's just so wrong. And the uh, so that's one thing. But they're supposedly, and according to I want to say it was in USA Today. Um, I want to say they were also. Supposedly, there's an organ, a group of people that are supposed to be looking into actually, and they really haven't built much of a case yet. But we know in all of these raids, even though if there were like migrant workers at the plant, they never and they raid the place and get everybody else saying that they're illegal. They never go after the people that hire. <laughs> they never go after the companies, and that's the idea thing they never go after the companies that hire that hire the people that are supposed to be illegal i, I don't want to call somebody illegal yeah that's, that's why i said supposed to be or you know migrant, who, who just, undocumented yeah undocumented workers or, or migrant workers they never go after the companies that was always my thing like somebody shouting that whole they're taking our jobs but but are they even going to be able to fill all those well, again, there were 200 out. So far, wow. 200 people have applied. Because they had they had this thing in California where um, they had migrant workers who were working um, in the farming communities there. And there was some movement to, like, replace all of the uh, migrant workers with, um, like, high school kids. Right. So they loaded all these high school kids up and took them out to these uh, fields, you know, to pick avocados or whatever. And they lasted one day, and they were like, "Uh, uh-uh, nope, we're not doing this." <laughs> so I'm wondering, yeah, how many, how many people are they going to get to come and fill these 680 me, jobs at this chicken plant? Let me say this, uh, and and I'm not trying to play any kind of advocate. This is an article. All right. The job is paying twelve dollars an hour, which for in, in Mississippi is is okay rate. It's not Austin twelve dollars an hour. Yeah, it's not going to get joke. you far here. <laughs> um, $12 an hour. That uh, being said, my last job paid me $12 an hour. So, well, anyway, yeah. <laughs> in Mississippi, which would be a somewhat reasonable rate, uh, they, they interviewed one guy saying, like, yeah, I'll do it. And it was, just, it was actually a black guy they interviewed saying, yeah, I'll do this job. But, you know, like, yeah. but it's not it's not a glamorous thing. It's not anything, especially, like, if you're college educated, you're not doing that. Or if you can find a job, like I'm assuming like if you can find something in in the trades, you probably want to do that first. If you can find that work. Uh, It doesn't seem like, I don't know what, I don't, I have no idea. My vegan ass has no idea what they do to chickens in a chicken processing plant. Uh, You don't want to know. So you don't want to know. I haven't watched the pay to films at all. So I'm assuming it's not the prettiest thing ever. So there's that. Like, but my thing is also, there are tons of jobs in this country that we have been filling with migrant workers. Right. And I don't see it. Like, it's not a bad thing. Like, if if those jobs need to be filled and we need people to fill them and they are, we're paying, paying them a fair wage, you know? Like, why can't we just, instead of saying, oh, you can't work here, we're going to round you up and separate you from your kids and ship you off and and all of this why can't we just say okay well our economy needs this like in this case in this instance also there was a uh that lawsuit that went through and here it is in uh 2018 an eight-year legal fight ended with koch foods agreeing to pay 3.75 million and other concessions to 11 hispanic workers to settle Two discrimination lawsuits at the at his Morton plant. Oh well, that's convenient. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, okay. So they got sued, right, by these Hispanic workers, right. It didn't go in their favor. They had to do a payout, right. And suddenly, ICE appears and rounds up <laughs> all of the Hispanic workers yes. and hauls them off. Yeah. And then it, the next crop that they do get in there and this is not this is nothing new I do mean, you think they're gonna any one of those people are gonna complain if they get treated unfairly th- this is nothing this has happened this practice has happened before i don't know if about a payout this large but this practice it's one thing that keep kind of keep people in line with um in other places there was a story i heard in npr and they you know npr kind of went more di- documentary with it um and they did it on this area and they asked like People in the area, like the uh, the white people, I'm just be blunt. Um, they asked the white people in the area that worked at the plant how they felt about the, the migrant workers, and 
the whole thing came in as far as like people from you know Mexico coming in and you know the area changing and yeah all these things that kind of you know I can't remember what kind of plan it was and I'd have to dig through the um, NPR archives to find that's it that's not the point but it's not but the idea like it was the same thing like people you know like the idea like they're hiring the migrant workers and everybody gets upset like they're taking our jobs I think every they, they got everybody at the bottom fighting you know people that own the plants have everybody at the bottom fighting these workers so they're fighting. fighting each other instead of looking up uh, and, saying, and saying these people have pitted us against each other yeah we want we all want to work and that has been the the mo of of people in power since the beginning and right like yes like like if if the people in power can keep the people without power fighting each other instead of them then they get to stay in power. And, I mean, they've been doing this for right. hundreds of years. And from what I understand, also, once upon a time, I don't know if this is still a thing, they will often post billboards saying there's work here at these plants. There will be billboards. So everybody knows where to go look for this work. So I feel like these plants are going to get filled with migrant workers again at some point, and they'll repeat this cycle again. It's happened before. It'll just be this thing again because and now they and now they can weaponize ICE and just be like yes. you know oh you're gonna complain well we'll just have a midnight raid or whatever and then the next batch we get in won't complain. That's I feel like that's gonna be the pattern because we need the, again people the work needs to be done. Not everybody they're not gonna hire everybody in the area even though you know like we think like I said twelve thousand hours of low wage so it will be something for you know. Hold on. You yeah. keep that going. No, I'm I'm done. We're gonna go ahead. I'm done for <laughs> okay. now. We're gonna come back and do the second half, which will be just warning everybody they'll be a bit nerdy. All right, yeah, real nerdy. The rhymes you are about to hear are true. MC's names have been changed to protect the innocent. The innocent. So everybody, right off, uh, nerd alert. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, don't, I'm not, we're not apologizing. I mean, you're a nerd. Yes. I'm a nerd. This is, you folks, you know, you folks know what this is. Yeah. If you're listening to us, if you've talked to us or tried to hold a conversation with either one of us at any time, any of our friends that know us, it all comes back to this at some point. So I think that's, this is how, I don't, you want to put our business in the streets? Yeah. This is how we found each other. (laughs) Or I mean, we've known each other for years, but this is she slid my DMs with some, some, some Marvel some, stuff. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, it was it Justice Marvel? League? Justice League. Oh, you hit me with DC stuff. Because I wanted to take my kids to see the Justice League movie, but I didn't know anybody who had seen it, and I was like, "Who do I know? Who I know has seen this movie?" Yeah. And you had said on your podcast that you went to go see every superhero movie in the yes. theater. And I was like, noble now. Yes. And now you're on that list. We go see every now superhero movie. we go movie see every se- So in if the you're theater. curious, mm-hmm. want us No matter how bad, we and go. We, and we've seen some bad ones. Bad ones. But <laughs> the thing is, we still have a good time in doing oh, it, I think. Because it's like, hey, we're, yeah. we're gonna, we, spent, we spent good money. We're going to have a good time. And here's the deal. You and I are nerdy about different things, right? I mean, some, some of the same things, some of the same things, some things totally different. Um, and one of the things that I've tried in vain to get anybody that I know to like so that I don't have to like it by myself and failed at doing so is The Wheel of Time. I It's 14 books at this point. It's and a hard. prequel. <laughs> it's hard to. It it's, it's difficult to you because it's a it's a it's commitment. So because um, you would do just to dabble, it's hard to just read a novels. You're talking. I like 
the books I have I have a couple of books I want to read now. We're just talking about one. Uh, so you want to talk about race now? I got to add that to the list. Yeah. So the wheel of time would be difficult. It's a lot. It's, <laughs> on a, it's that. a commitment. It's a commitment. But they but have a TV show coming up. They got a TV show coming out. And this is why we're talking about this right now. Because normally, this is not a Wheel of Time podcast. There are some out there, but this is not one of them. <laughs> um, but the they're making a TV show. And just a really quick recap of this world is that it's um, it's a very diverse cast or a very diverse world, right? There's there's lots of different nations, and all the different nations have different customs, and then all of those customs are sort of trying to figure each other out and 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 clashing, and and um, and it's hard, and there's a lot of conflict there, and the world building is huge. It's one of the reasons I love it, but for a long time we. Um, we, and when I say we, I mean other nerds, um, have been talking about the cast of characters that's going to come out and how we really hoped that um, this wouldn't be just some repeat of every other fantasy movie and every other fantasy show that's ever been out there where it's just like a whole lot of white British characters playing but that, that's what we always, we, it's kind of what we always associate with fantasy for right. a lot of. But if you're talking about a world, but it's it wouldn't. But a world, and it's a diverse world, and it's just an opportunity, I think, to show that fantasy and science fiction and all of these genres don't have to be white. I think it could be a mix, we all think it could be a mix of things. They also don't have to be male. <laughs> And I'll, I'll put that out there, you know, because because we've we've rooted for Luke Skywalker and we have rooted for Frodo and we have <laughs> <laughs> we have rooted for all these characters. Yes. Um, but we haven't gotten to be heroes like as as a as a woman. OK, we haven't gotten to be heroes as a person of color. You we, haven't we, gotten to be. I, th- I think we do. I think it's just in different ways, though. Like I always argue side character but I, in, but it's always in support of the main hero it's not with your own story and your own you know background your own uh I, motivations and and your own journey no I, I would say there are certain ones that do i mean we'll look i mean we'll look at luke cage that was a simple one yeah he's been one there are there they're not on maybe yeah. not on the level of, i guess i guess i'm talking about specifically in like the, the sci-fi the, the sci-fi fantasy genre sci-fi of fantasy. like like okay. movies and the tv shows that have come out it's always been like legend of the seeker and you know <laughs> so that's that that gives it's it's that's male like, and it's white would it, there that's be, what it is would there be black people in space or going to space if we're talking about that sci-fi and stuff yes. like that or yes would there have been... It's just as likely as there would white people. I'm like, if you're, you know, if it's a made-up world. Yeah. But my... Okay, so, getting back to it. <laughs> um, the cast has come out for the main characters of this show. And it features two... Like, there's five main characters, and it features two black actors and one... Two? Two black actors of I had the five. No, notice I said I raised raise an eyebrow. Two? Two black actors and one um, Australian Aboriginal. Whoa, that's three. Three of the five. Ooh. Yeah. So people are upset. I, I, I haven't... Go people ahead. People are so I already, angry. I already knew right off people are upset. Nerds are upset. The, nerds are the worst. Like, those are our people, but they are the worst. I was I was talk, talking to you this, but when we brought up this idea, what you wanted to talk about, first and foremost, nobody likes change. I think yeah. that's the first part. And oh to a lot of people, even though, like you 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 point out an example, and you're gonna explain it in a second. You point out an example of how this person was pop, the character. One of the characters was definitely popular, a person of color. Yeah, this person, whoever those ner- those nerds that are upset or whatever, have made up in their mind and envisioned how these people should look. Right, and I mean, there's nothing wrong. Like when I read a book, right, you come up with like what the characters look like in your head, and and you know maybe the author will will guide you a little bit and you'll tweak it, you know. But you come up with an idea, and then the movie comes out and you're like, huh, that's not how I pictured it, or whatever. 
you know? I mean, if we're talking about sci-fi and black people in space, we'll talk about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the movie. Ford Prefect. Most, or most deaf, or Yasin Bang, whichever one you want to call them. Mm-hmm. People were upset, but D- Douglas Adams had a part in writing the movie as well, like, yeah. you know, the movie, so he was like, why couldn't Ford Prefect And he be? was a great Ford Prefect yes. also. He was wonderful. And when I saw the movie, I was like, huh. Exactly. We all <laughs> you know? did it. But I wasn't I was, angry, you know? I was happy most was in the movie. One. Honestly, and it was a lot it. better than the Ford Prefect in my head. The Ford Prefect in my head was ugly. <laughs> he was not an attractive man, so... So there it is. I'm just going to read you some comments, okay? Just this, this is just, you know, the real America lives in the comment section. <laughs> as I've said before. As you have said. <laughs> I'm just going to read you some comments. Okay. So this was about a post where they had, had taken all the pictures of the actors and um, said, you know, oh, I'm so excited about this cast. And somebody said... I'm not. It's a bunch of diversity hires. It shows they're not going to respect the story at all. Diversity <laughs> hires. Like like it's affirmative action. action. For, you know, like, uh. But, <laughs> gosh, it just... It's, it's, it's so bad. It's so funny to it's, me. It's, it's sad how predictable it was. It's sad... Because I know... That as soon as I saw those photos, I was like, yeah! And then I was like, oh, here comes... Yes. Here it comes. It's going to happen. Yes. Here's another here's another one. Um I am already having doubts on how bad this series will be. I can see problems with the actors fitting the characters and I just hope that the people won't americanize this series into becoming a liberal show. Anyone want to make a bet that it'll be a pro women show and not have the three boys as the main actors? Okay, this is going to get to a whole nother part of this. Okay, when <laughs> when this book was described to me, I was like, "What's this book about?" And they were like, "Oh, it's about three boys who leave their small town." I was going to say, the, I almost said the Shire, but I know it's not. It's that. like that. The first book is very Lord of the Rings. Um, they leave their their small town and they go out into the world and they each have their own story arc and they become like these really great rulers and generals and kings and stuff. Um, and you know, they go on to, to change the world. And I was like, okay, you know, that sounds like a fantasy book. All right. And I started reading it and I was like, wait a second, this book is about five people who leave their small town and go out into the world and become great people and change the world. Two of those people were women and you just left it out. You just like, like, they don't even matter, but they totally matter. They're, like, the five main characters. But there's, like, oh, it's just three main characters, and they're boys, and I don't know. That's another thing. It's, like, it's like fantasy has to be white, and it has to be male. And if you provide a fantasy that's not white and not male, people f- feel like like you've you've robbed them of something the only fantasy i can think of that was definitely women driven that people watched a lot of and i don't you know and i'm starting to wonder if it was more women supported was xena princess warrior oh, yeah. um when and when xena just kind of a spinoff it was of a something, spinoff from hercules hercules it was yeah. a spinoff but people i, I feel like xena kind of yeah. like went over that and i didn't i thought hercules was cheesy so i never watched i, I mean, always it was like, corny but but people supported the hell out of Xena because it was really Warwick. exciting to see. So it was really exciting to see, and that was the and, one, and there were a lot of like lesbian undertones. Yeah, too. I, I, that um, was the one. I mean, I it wasn't because yeah. of that. I didn't watch. I just thought it was just kind of hokey and cheesy. The reason I, I didn't watch, but the the it was just the idea, of the excitement that hey, they've given somebody that, and people flocked to it. You know, it, yeah. And it like I said, it went over Hercules because I think it. I feel like it ran longer. But I'm just thinking, like, okay, the like thinking back. Over the past just the few years, the past few years, about all of the things that we'll talk about Ghostbusters gatekeepers. Talk about Ghostbusters, yeah. the reboot of that. Oh man, my, folks were furious about Ghostbusters. My, my only beef with go- rebooting Ghostbusters is, or anytime they talk about rebooting any movie, Hollywood give us something new. I'm more. I, we've seen this yeah. story. Yeah. Give us a new story instead of rebooting. I'm going to tell you though. I took my kids and the neighbor kids, like the the two girls that live next door. Yeah. I piled them all in my car. We went to go see Ghostbusters in the theater, and they were thrilled. And I was just watching this like 
it almost made me tear up a little bit because I'm watching this scene with these women and they're just battling it out and they're fighting and they're not trying to be sexy, you know? They're not. They were, well, Melissa McCarthy, and then they were funny. I like when you had like um, Leslie Jones, Melissa McCarthy, they were funny. Yeah. I thought it, I thought they were, they were funny. It, I, I, I had a lot of fun in that movie and I I thought the action scenes were great and when I got out and I was just watching these kids and they were, you know, they were playing around and acting like Ghostbusters and I remember feeling that way after seeing Ghostbusters when I was a kid and just being so excited that they got to to see themselves in that movie. And then um Black Panther. Black Panther representation is so important and and seeing to see to see some People get upset, whatever, when you, when you, we say these things, like when people and black folks say this shit, but it's important. It is. It, overall, I think about everything that I'm into now, when I saw other black people into it and doing it, it may, definitely made me want to pursue it more and do it more. So seeing, I mean, like even with comic books and everything else, it's, you know, like you saw, like, I, I don't feel like I saw more black people at comic book stores. I feel like I saw the same amount, but you definitely saw everybody at the store then. Yeah. Um, comic books for me was a way to start, re- like how I started reading at age six. I mean, or I definitely wanted to read more. So I feel like it's important to it see if you see somebody else, somebody that looks like you doing it, you're, wanna, yeah. you know, it's going to empower you a bit. But there were but there were men who who were looking at this this movie and going, well, I don't know how I'm supposed to sit through a movie when there's nobody in the movie that I can relate to, and I'm like, we've done it for years. What the <laughs> we, hell? Like, I, we, we can't you, just watch a story. I mean, you should be able to be able to watch a story or go, oh, that's a perspective I didn't have. Did you feel like 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 you were able to enjoy stories about? Again, I watched Star Wars, yeah. and I, and I, here's the thing: I wanted, to, and not even about some skin color, whatever. Uh, in the I wanted to be Luke Skywalker as a kid. Right. Like you, you know. rooted for him. Yes, you were excited for him. Lando you, was a traitor, <laughs> right? So you know, and I I've been going to see movies. You know, like 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 I love fantasy and I love sci fi. Like I always have, but I've been not. I, I've been going to these movies and enjoying them thoroughly. Lord of the Rings doesn't have hardly a woman in it. Other than barely, and really not barely any humans. To be, let's be, barely any humans. Let's be. If we get down to the specific, but like not, it it hasn't. It hasn't prevented you or I from enjoying movies. So why all of a sudden? It's like it's like the the idea is that if there aren't as many white men represented, then this is not for white men and white men are not allowed to enjoy it. That seems to be the argument that's being made. Like more for us means less for them. Why can't my, when it comes to first off, I think the one thing everybody forgets in all of this stuff, all this shit is made up. Let's get (laughs) all this shit's made up anyway. So anybody could be pretty much anything at any point. If when, just like when people flip because they changed the color of a Marvel character, like Samuel L. Jackson became Nick Fury, and for a lot of you people, you wouldn't know uh, it, it since you've probably only seen the Avengers movies or the Marvel movies, and you've probably never so read. You a never Marvel encountered company. a white. white Nick you did not inc- encounter Sergeant White Sergeant Nick Fury or White Colonel Nick Fury. You only know Samuel L. Jackson's. And Nick I honestly Fury. couldn't imagine another person so, and, being Nick Fury. So to get some, just to put the nerd there. And there was a time when Marvel had another universe called the Ultimate Universe, where Miles Morales comes from. Okay. And the Ultimate Universe was a bit more gritty. And there was the comic book, The Ultimate Avengers. And in in The Ultimate Avengers, in the comic book, they made Nick Fury black. Because it was an alternate universe. Did people freak out then? Not about that. No. They freaked out more when they killed off Peter Parker in that universe, the white Peter Parker, oh, and brought and in then, Miles and Morales. Then Miles, and then they were like, "That's yeah. when people lost that shit." And people, you know, white people start burning books and all that other stuff because you know white people love to burn shit. Oh my god! Books, effigies, I'm sorry. crosses. White people love burning shit. Shoes. So <laughs> shoes, god damn it! Shoes. So while they're still on your feet, the thing is, a lot of you folks don't even know because Samuel L. Jackson did the role so well. Yeah. So well that now in the Marvel universe, the normal one, it's a black Nick Fury. There because we go. Samuel L. Jackson, he is Nick Fury. Nick Fury at this point for everybody now. Yeah. 
in the cartoons on Disney, Black Nick Fury. And speaking of Disney. Oh, damn it. Ariel. Ariel's black. We'll be black now. And, and people lost their ever-loving minds. <laughs> and I don't understand it's it. It's a mermaid. I just don't understand It's a mermaid. It. It's a mermaid. Now we, now we get into it. And they were like, are... Ariel's white with red hair. And I'm like, okay, first of all, The Little Mermaid um, is a Hans Christian Andersen story. And if you think having a, a, a black mermaid isn't realistic, let me just tell you that in the Hans Christian Andersen story, like, she dies. She doesn't fall in love with the prince. She nearly kills him with a knife. He marries somebody else and she nearly kills him. And she dies. And again... Like, it's I'm, a made-up story. They've already changed it. Mer- mermaids aren't real. <laughs> Let's get to that fact that mermaids aren't real. All this shit's made up. And if they were real, they would probably be fish-colored, right? Whatever the color would be. <laughs> yeah, so that, that that's... And maybe that's, that's Green why... Green and I, scaly or that's something. That's where I go. All this shit's made up at any point. It can it flip. And I think it... But again, it changed, scared everybody. No matter what side of... Whatever politics you may follow, something in life change will throw you, and, it, and but some of us just react to change a little differently, like violently <laughs> some, and angrily. Ex- <laughs> just... The the reaction to the change is, you know, so for some people, like okay, let's see what happens. Let's see, I'm not feeling, you know, the reaction could be like, well, I wasn't ready for. It could be for it some could people, be. or even for myself. I've been throwing my change and like, all right, I wasn't ready for this, but let's see what happens. Maybe we'll get something good out of it. The thing is, all of these stories. Are for our entertainment. They're to enjoy. And if you get so caught up on, you know, oh, well, this character is supposed to look this way, you're not spending any time thinking like, well, this character, like, who is this character at their essence? And will this actor be able to play them well? Is it a good actor? It could look like them, but if they can't act, you know, yeah, whatever. But anyway... My thing is, it, it's for entertainment. It is to entertain us. It is to tell a story that we can get sucked into to not have to think about the real world. And you can share that with everybody. You, like, white people, my my, my people. <laughs> we, we don't have to have it all. But We don't have to have all the people, all my, the characters look uh, like us. It's but, okay. Uh, but also, I just... For me, a lot of times, I think about things we've done in punk rock when it's like, and I always take it, I'll always go back to this, folks. When we haven't been up happy with popular music or popular things, because we create some new shit on our own. So maybe that will get, maybe something like this, when those reactions should inspire other people to go, well, we'll create our own black, you know, black heroes, our own women, you know. That could be a thing as well. Okay, but you know, but. And, and maybe and maybe it won't be on like a major box office kind of stuff. Didn't uh, you know, like um, us and and get out like he, get, he, get he out created was, his own. He created his own thing and, and, get, and out, get out was great. Get out was great. Us was kind of uh, it was, it was it's okay. spooky. It's spooky. It, I don't know. I wasn't as I didn't think it was as good as Get Out. Personally. It's spooky. And I still want to. I, I didn't know but see- people gave him a hard time because he wasn't casting white actors. People gave him a hard time. It, like, he made that up. <laughs> I mean, he did have, He had to have white actors for Get Out. Well, I mean, um, yeah, yeah, that one. But for us, no, I mean, you could just have a black and that, and, and he did cast white. Now, now that's not completely true because he was friends but they, with white, they, they did an people. interview or something with him. They did an interview and they asked if he was ever going to tell any stories about white people and he's like i've seen those stories yeah i'm so telling this story. telling this story and people blew up at that so i we'll see i want to i wanted to see his version of the twilight zone i was trying to but it's on cbs and a paid for cbs service he's redoing uh what is that candy man i'm kind of interested yeah I, I'm, yeah i'm kind of interested and it looks good. You see, I mean, it? oh, I was just like, like, like seeing like them talking about it. Okay, because I, I thought you yeah. might have said, and you know, I don't want to watch the yeah. trailer because then the fact no. I might just actually... articles, like articles that fit. So I mean, I it's a story. If he, and again, I'm not. A, and Candyman's been made already, so mm-hmm. he's redoing it again. Like I said, I my whole beef is re. This is not even race involved, but remakes. Just, let's get on this nerd for a moment. Let's get some more original stories. Do you think every? <laughs> do you think every story's been told? I think 
I think it's a matter of um, finding. I mean, every story's been told and everything's been done. We people have argued that everything's been done. It's just trying to find a new way of redoing it or rebirthing it. But it, I do like. I kind of. I'm totally okay with retelling stories. You know, like 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 bringing it to a new audience. Like that's one of the reasons I'm so excited about the Wheel of Time TV show is that. 14 books is daunting and they're making a TV show. So it's going to bring the story that I love to a new audience who maybe otherwise wouldn't have known it. And and so retelling stories, you take like older stories and old movies that maybe people won't go back for because they were black and white or they won't go back for because it was in the seventies and it's dated and the, the technology is dated or whatever. And so you retell it in a new way with new actors and you get new people introduced to it. And I'm okay with that. I'm all right. Let me ask you, Sibs, uh, just on some nerd shit. Do you think, out of 14 books, how do you think they're going to treat your series? And are you worried? I mean, yes, this I'm is, worried. Yes. This is outside of... This is a, for a second, we're putting race and gender aside. Uh, on just what? completely... On some completely, like... Okay. Well, how do you think they're going to treat your story? I'm nervous, but the thing that makes me excited, and the reason that I am so excited, is that the showrunner and the... The people that he has hired to create this show and the writers were all fans of the series. So they love it. Okay. And I feel like if they love it, that they're going to treat it with the care and respect it deserves. Now, do you think um, they're going to get... I mean, they obviously have to condense 14 yeah, novels. Of do you, course. Do you, are you worried about them cutting something or skipping over something? Or? They're, they're going to have to. There's gonna have there's and there always is there's stuff in the books that doesn't um, translate into a show and there's you know there's this huge section in the middle that they call the slog where it's like uh, the first four books are really great and then there's this like middle section that's really slow and and kind of drags and then the end picks up and is really great but there's like vital information in that middle section that you kind of need to know to understand what happens later and so they can probably condense a lot of that and cut a lot of that stuff out okay maybe not have a circus so you're uh, so it's an understatement to say that you're excited oh yeah i'm excited for the most part i've been excited <laughs> i've been excited for like a year ever since they announced it i've been yeah. excited <laughs> so and we're just i had one thing i wanted to talk about and and, and we only have a few minutes and sure. I, we don't need that much time anyway so on on the nerd tip of things, so DC Comics asked retailers to destroy copies of Superman and Supergirl, oh. specifically. And there's a new volume of Superman that's out right now. It's being written by uh, Brian Michael Bendis, and the issue they're talking about destroying it as number fourteen, and in Supergirl number thirty three. These are recent issues. Um, a friend of mine uh, hit me up, and. I, I can say his name. I feel like I'd be name dropping. <laughs> he might listen. He's, he's kind of a big deal. Not, not. He, he, I mean, he, it is cool to know him. Like because of the people he's worked with, yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, he uh, he. I was talking to him the other night, and he was like, "Man, they pulled those books because you know, like." They said that the char- there was a character that was too black. Too. Not- what does that mean? Too black. What does this mean? <sighs> oh, and so basically. Again, well, we're still we're still in the same idea of race and people changing something. You know, right. like a character's you know race or gender changes. There's a character from the Legion of Superheroes named Lightning Lad, and Legion of Superheroes are based in the 26th century. Lightning Lad. Lightning Lad. That is that's amazing. And you know, Lightning Lad was white, and now like in recent issues, is I think either they're gonna reintroduce uh, Legion of Superheroes again, another volume of Legion of Superheroes. On DC soon, and uh, it looks like the Lightning Lad is going to be black. And I think that something came up in issue Superman number fourteen and uh, Supergirl number thirty-three. Uh, supposedly, according to the articles I've read so far, they're pulling them because the covers don't match what's on the inside. Which sometimes covers don't match. The action of covers, time covers don't match. match what's happening on the inside. You pick up a cover and you're like, "Ooh, this looks exciting." This looks and amazing. Book and and that that, that thing it. doesn't happen, but. But they're saying that the covers were way off, and that's why DC says they're pulling it. They didn't say they were pulling it because characters were too black. So that where was something, did he get? Where did your friend get his information? I don't know where he got that information. He said this is something he heard, and I, I saw it because I was looking, you know, looking across the internet for it. 
And I saw it in a blog, in a in a forum somewhere that somebody was saying, like, they made Lightning Line black and all this other stuff. And they, did they just make him, did they just make him black in this uh, issue? Or has he I, and see, been... And see, I don't even, because I don't see... Because that's not one that you read. I'm not even reading Superman right now. Uh, like, Superman or Supergirl. I'm not reading either. Right. DC, honestly, right now, the only DC book... Well, I'm reading two... Well, now I'm reading three DC titles. <laughs> I just picked up an issue of... They're doing a thing called You're the Villain. I picked up a Sinestro book. Well, yeah. Had to get Sinestro. Uh-huh. Uh, I picked... There's a short arc they're doing called Deceased. Oh, yeah. And I, can't, I can't read you that. You can't because it's, 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 it's like zombie-like. So I I'm reading that, that and it's pretty good. Um, and I'm reading Batman. And it's, they're doing a story arc. Tom King's doing a story arc right now called City of Bane. Yes. I stopped reading Batman for a minute. I like Tom King's Batman. I stopped reading for a minute, but I'm kind of pulled back in. Okay, like, but we need to we need to get we need to get back on. We're, we're getting back on basically. Uh, we, I'm, this this all is right. all nerd. All right. Yeah, I know. But but I'm <laughs> but I'm we just, bring thank you. But, yeah. yeah. So for the most part, like with Lightning Light, they're pulling these books, and one of the rumors, and basically one of the rumors is this character's black, and that's why they're kind of like, and they say they made him too black. Which I, I don't know. Want him, like, like, do they want him to be like racially ambiguous black? Like, I mean, in the twenties, like, I don't it, understand. I feel like what in the two tw- black means. I feel like in the twenty-sixth century, I feel like everybody would be one hue anyway. Or you think? Be, I felt like that would be. I don't think. I feel like in the twenties. I, I would like. I would like to think in the twenty-sixth century, people would. Uh, we want to see it. Future the clan is dreading. I would feel They're like terrified. everybody's one tone, and and we're divided by some other thing. But that, that's exactly the thing that, that like, all we, those tiki torch carrying people are terrified of. They don't, we don't, you will not replace us. That's what they are afraid of. <laughs> I think that at that point, everything, everybody will be one shade, one hue of something. And you'll something have to find something else, else to, to hate. Be, we'd be divided by something else. That's, that would be like my thinking. Like the star belly sneeches. <laughs> so... <laughs> Did you ever read the Sneetches? I've heard of it's the like the the Sneetches on the beaches and the ones that had stars <laughs> and were better, and then the other Sneetches figured out a way to put stars on their belly, so then they had to come up with another reason why they were better. <laughs> <laughs> this is man, we just reached a new level. Man. We did. We went deep, nerd. Yeah. So, <laughs> but basically, yeah, that would. And like I said, we've seen this in so many instances of, like, they even even Donald Glover mentioning. Uh, oh, it was a long time ago before they redid Spider. I don't know if it was a Spider Man with a, the second run of Spider Man with that guy that wasn't that Garfield. Great. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. They mentioned somebody. It was on Twitter a long time ago. They just merely mentioned like, "Hey, Donald Glover, maybe you should try to be Spider Man." And people lost their minds. Lost their. I mean, mind. all of the things that they lost their minds over. Um, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Because it, it, she was a woman and, and too powerful. And they lost their minds over Wonder Woman. And they lost their minds over Black Panther. And the, like, the, the, all of these are comic heroes that existed for a while. Yeah. But they're losing their minds. So, it, it is, this will be that thing that happens no matter what. People are upset about a thing. And, you know, and usually somebody in their bedroom or the parents' basement that's upset. And really upset about a thing, and just tell a good story and, exactly. and quit, quit being angry. Not everybody, not and everybody you has know, to look like the you. thing is you don't have you don't have to buy that book if that's not what you're looking for. You don't have to buy that book or you don't go have to, to that watch movie. that show. Find another thing to do, and we do it all the time. We find a new but thing, or, and something changes. Or I would say the better thing is. Um, figure out a way to enjoy it. Like, if there's something that you love and and the character that got cast isn't what was in your headcanon, just adjust your headcanon and move on so that you can still participate in the thing that you love. And, and don't be a dick. That's it. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. So... Thank you for doing this again this week. <laughs> Thank you for Thank bringing you. all your stuff to my house. Of course. And of course, again, please rate and review on because we're on Apple Podcasts, yes. we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, uh, or Google Podcast actually is what it's called. We're on a lot of things. Uh, listen, rate, and review on those sites. And we're on Anchor as well. 
We appreciate you folks listening. Yes, thank you. And until next time, I'm Noble. I'm Krista. See you next time. See ya. Yeah!